You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Today is Tuesday, February the 2nd. My name is Lucas Smith, St. Louis Cardinals mega fan, and the news is finally official. Nolan Arenado is a St. Louis Cardinal. We've seen the edits by Cardinal fan accounts, Cardinal fan Twitter accounts, but now the Cardinals have posted it. MLB has posted it. It's official. The Cardinals now have a top five first baseman and a top five third baseman on their team to anchor the rotation, not the rotation, to anchor the lineup. And it's it's glorious. They've stolen another player from the NL West. And, you know, these trades, I've talked about on a couple different shows that I've been on recently, um, including I was on Locked On Nationals today with fellow Mizzou Tiger Josh Neighbors. But this trade in the grand scheme of things probably isn't great for baseball when you have a hometown kid like Nolan. Hometown is in, the you know, Rockies drafted him developed him, brought him up in their system, and then they trade him just because they can't pay him. Grand scheme of things, probably not great, but hey, Cardinal fans, myself, thrilled. Not going to complain one single bit right now because it, it's it, it, this has been a couple off-seasons coming, at least two off-seasons with last and this off-season coming of the Cardinals being linked to Nolan Arenado. You didn't think it was going to happen. The, the Lindor... Seemed like a stretch. The Harper stuff two off-seasons ago seemed like a stretch. Even Nolan Arenado seemed like a stretch. But John Mozeliak was somehow able to get it done and not give up a single top five prospect. Carlson wasn't traded. Libertor wasn't traded. Gorman wasn't traded. The highest-ranking prospect in this deal was number eight. And that is Elias Montero, who is a third-base prospect. The Rockies also getting third-base prospect Mateo Gill, Cardinals' number 22 overall prospect in the system. Uh, two other pitchers that went, Tony Losoy, or Lockie, excuse me, and Jake Summers, as well as Austin Gomber. That is the official package heading over to Colorado. Who knows, maybe they, they turn into stars. Maybe Gomber turns into an all-star. I doubt it, but maybe. So... Where do we start here? Let, let's start with the contract. I've also got a couple questions from you guys and comments from you guys that I will discuss. But let's talk about the contract first and how this was an absolute highway robbery of the Colorado Rockies. $15 million will be paid in 2021 as Arnado's salary. $20 million will be held as a deferment to be paid to Arnado in the future. It will be sent to St. Louis if he does not opt out and it will be paid directly to Arenado if he does opt out. Sixteen, The remaining $16 million will cover the new contract year in 2022. So the Cardinals are getting a free year of Nolan Arenado. They gave it prospects, but financially speaking, and, and Gomber, financially speaking, they have a free year of a top three third baseman in the game. They have Nolan Arenado for free for a year couple different things I want to talk about on this note. This means that even if Arnado does opt out next year, you didn't give up a whole lot, so it's not like you broke the bank trying to get him. You also didn't break the bank because you didn't spend any money on him. So even if, worst case scenario, Arnado opts out after next season and the Cardinals don't re-sign him, 
you got him for a year. Maybe you you you, you win more games than you thought and things like that. But bottom line, this is really a win-win for St. Louis. You're not paying him. The Rockets are doing that. You didn't give up top prospects in terms of top five. So even if he does opt out next year, you're not kicking yourself for, oh, I gave up so much for just a one-year rental player. If, worst-case scenario, that happens, the Cardinals are still in pretty good shape. And worst-case scenario, they got a superstar for a year. Worst-case scenario. This is an excellent move for St. Louis. There's no other way to spin it. It's an excellent move, period. Now, do I think he's going to opt out? Absolutely not. I think Arenado's going to fall in love with St. Louis just like so many other guys have in the past, a la Paul Goldschmidt, a la Larry Walker for an extra year, a la Matt Holliday, who Derek Gold had a nice piece talking with Matt Holliday in the St. Louis Post-Dispatch that I'd recommend you all reading, talking about Arenado's love of the game and desire to win, which wasn't really being satisfied in Colorado, calling a spade a spade. It just wasn't being satisfied with the Rockies. It's going to be satisfied here in St. Louis. Is, is this, does this move make the, Car- the Cardinals a World Series favorite? No. I'm not going to be that naive. I'm not going to be that blindly positive. You still got the powerhouse of the Dodgers in the West, the new powerhouse of the Padres as well. You got teams in the East that are going to compete. What this does, like I talked about on Saturday and a little bit yesterday as well, is instant favorites to win the division and a threat in the postseason. A threat. If they go up against series against the Padres or Dodgers, right now as they stand on paper, Cardinals are not the favorite. But this at least gives the Cardinals a chance. So, the the, the contract is huge. The, the return was not huge. So this is great for St. Louis. Like I talked about. No other way to spin it. Nothing else I want to say. The return is outstanding. The fact that Moselle was able to pull this off is remarkable. And it, it it's the the public opinion on John Mozeliak has turned 180 in the past 48 to 72 hours since the Wainwright deal. Yeah, won some people over or an auto deal. Boom, won everybody over. So this deal is officially official. It's wonderful. Nolan Arenado, St. Louis Cardinal. Don't know what number he's going to wear yet. There's a press conference at 11 a.m. today. I will record another episode to be released on Wednesday. Breaking down that press conference as well as maybe have a couple guests. Uh, we'll, we'll see, but my next show will be Wednesday, tomorrow, um, following that press conference and breaking down his quotes and my thoughts on, on different things and reactions and, and so on and so forth. So I'll be looking for that on Wednesday. But for the rest of the show today, I'm going to answer your questions because I talked about it on Saturday in my bonus episode, which, by the way, most listened to shows since I've started. And yesterday's show with Ryan Lodikov is the third most listened to show of my of the history of my episode. So whether you're a new listener now or you've been listening to me for day one, much appreciated. Much, much appreciated. You guys listening is what it allows me to allows me to do this. Go subscribe on whatever podcasting platform you're, you're on and drop a five-star rating on iTunes if you like or, or drop a whatever star rating you think I deserve. Much appreciated. So... Because of that, I like to do fan stuff. Most of you guys respond on Instagram, which is okay. I also do I'll keep posting on Twitter and everything like that. But And one of the more interesting questions that, that I'll discuss is, what, what's the lineup look like? And this is a difficult one to answer, in part because the, the roster isn't really set yet. The active roster right now is set at 37 out of 40 people. So you still got some wiggle room. There were reports that the Cardinals were in on Jock Peterson, 
So if they're in on Jock Peterson, maybe they got some more money to spend, especially with this free year of Arenado. So I'll answer that question as well as a couple other questions coming up here in just a moment. The new and improved Built Bars, even more delicious than before. They've got six new flavors that include caramel brownie cookies and cream, that you all know is my favorite, cherry barcia, Built Bar, get it, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp to go along with 12 original flavors, each one of them incredible. I've got nut and non-nut flavors. Some of my favorites, including cookies and cream, are banana bread, double chocolate, orange, peanut butter, and coconut. Bars are covered 100% in chocolate, and they're soft and easy to chew. Just because they're covered in that delicious chocolate doesn't mean they're not healthy. They are. They're great for the health-conscious person. You can lose or maintain your weight while indulging in this delicious treat. Best-tasting energy bars on the market. Bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, and if you're on the keto diet, it's great for that. Let's take a look at the flavor profile of Cherry Barcia this time. 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams of net carbs with the great Built Bar taste. Head over to BuiltBar.com right now and use promo code LOCKEDON to get 20% off your next order. And again, that's promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. As we hit February here in the Midwest, the winter is still here, and it's now more than ever important to keep your car healthy and running. RockAuto.com can help you do that. They are a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. That's right, hundreds. They have everything you need from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and use the brands, specifications, and prices that you prefer. That's right, the prices that you prefer. Because prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals or do-it-yourselfers. Why would you spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Head over to rockauto.com right now to see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. We're covering everything you need to know about the Cardinals right now, but what about the rest of sports? Now the Locked On Podcast Network has you covered as well with Locked On Today. It's hosted by the great Peter Bukowski, and it's all the sports news you need every morning in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today podcast wherever you get your podcasts. So once again, can't thank you guys enough for the, for the listenership these last couple of days. I know the R and news is extremely exciting, uh, but I, I was top ten in MLB shows last week um, among the network for the first time. Last week was the best week ever of the show, not since I started hosting, since ever of this show. So much much appreciated. Keep it up. Follow me on Twitter LJ Fastball. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram L O underscore Cardinals. And whenever you have a question. Send it in one of those DMs or email me at lockedoncards at gmail.com. 
Um, I'd love to pile up questions if you guys have them. Um, so send, send them my way. Questions, comments, suggestions, any of it. Um, open book, whatever you guys would like to know. So let, let's get to the, the, the questions I've got as of right now as I record here late Monday evening into Tuesday morning. Because what is school? School doesn't matter. Um, we'll, we'll start with Peter.Martin94. I responded to him, but is the opt-out after 2022 and 23? No. There was some confusion among the Cardinal beat writers and Cardinal reporters of what the opt-outs were. It's, it's for the 2022 and 23 seasons. So it's it's following 2021 and 2023. The wording is like he, he can opt into or out of the 2022 and 2023 seasons. So that that's why there was a little bit of confusion there. Um, so so there after twenty twenty one and after twenty twenty two are his two um, player options, um, if if you will. Um, so so that just to clear that up for anybody who who was confused on that. STL Cardinal Center said, "Who is the face of the franchise now, Goldie or Arenado?" I mean, face of the franchise. I feel like that that doesn't necessarily mean your best player. Sometimes it is, um, but in this case. I know he's not officially signed the dotted line yet, but the face of the franchise is Yachty. It, it, it's Yachty and it's Wayno. I know I might get some slack for this. People might disagree. That, you know, Goldie and Arenado following 2021 are going to be the face of the franchise. I, I still think it's Goldie just because he's been here two years longer, but it, it's hard for me to, to put anybody above Yachty or Wainwright right now, especially somebody who hasn't played an inning and out a pitch in the Cardinal uniform. It, it, to me, face the franchise, you've got to earn that. You don't just get that. You can make an argument that Arenado is, you know, one of the best players in the Cardinals roster. You, you can definitely say that he's better than Yachty because he, he, he is. Love Yachty, but Arenado's better than Molina right now. Ten year, nearly 10 years younger, so that, I, don't think there's, I'm, I don't think I'm going to ruffle too many feathers with that statement, but I think that the face of the franchise, it, it, it's got to be earned. You're not just going to walk in and take that. So, um, so I, I, I don't think it's either one of them, to be honest with you. But, um, so yeah, so thanks, thanks for the question, though. I appreciate it. Uh, Owen Dreyer says, starting lineup. Again, th- this is difficult, like I mentioned, um, I teased it before the, the break, that the, the the roster isn't really set yet. You've got a set of a uh, roster of 33 out of four, 37 out of 40, excuse me. Um, you still got maybe a Colton Wong resigning, which my next question does not, next uh, person asking the question doesn't like me saying that. But um, maybe, you know, and obviously, like I said, Molina's not back yet. But assuming Molina's back, and l- l- let's assume that Wong is not for now. L- l- let's just assume for this purpose that the only other move the Cardinals make is, is Molina, which I don't think is the case due to the fact that they're going to have money left over from this deal and the fact that they were still in on Jock Peterson before he signed with Chicago. So I think that, you, again, th- this is just me right now. Maybe I see things in string training that change my mind, but I go Edmund, top of the order, then Carlson, Goldschmidt, Arenado, and um, DeYoung batting fifth. And then behind DeYoung, you could either go Fowler, Molina, Bader, Molina, Fowler, Bader, something like that. But I think that Carlson will start in left, and Fowler will start in right, and Bader in center. Uh, to, to clear up any confusion there, and the 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 uh, the DH won't be any, you know almost certainly won't be in the, in the league now with the new um, proposal of the delayed season being rejected by the players union from MLB, which is a different discussion. I was on Locked On Nationals today talking about that with Josh Neighbors, so head over there if you want to hear some of my thoughts on that. 
near the end of that show. But so that's what I think it'll be. I think Edmund at second, Carlson in left, Goldie at first, Arnato at third, DeYoung at short, and then six, seven, eight is is, is a crapshoot really. What it'll probably end up being Molina at the dish, Fowler in right, Bader in center. Uh, maybe if Bader performs a little bit better, he gets pushed up a little bit. But that's my lineup. And then the next question, like I mentioned, Shane Dunk, 20, loyal listener, says, with us not paying his salary this year, what else can we do? Please don't say Wong. You know, I'm not against Colton Wong at all. I mean, I, I would like to see him back, to be quite honest with you, Shane, but um, I, I think that that's a possibility. I don't know if they're, if they're going to make any other signings per se um, outside of Wong. I think that's where the money goes to Molina and Wong. Um, I would like I would like to see a trade for a number two guy, maybe. I don't think it's necessary, but maybe, um, you know, you might want to rely a little, a little more internally. But this, this money either goes to Wong or it goes to an extension for a guy like Flaherty or Carlson. Um, maybe in a couple years, Carlson, but, I, I, you know, a, a Jack Flaherty, for example. Um, but I, I don't think they're done. I don't know what they're going to do. I think they're going to have to get creative. I don't think they're going to go sign Trevor Bauer. I don't think the personalities mix there if they do want to get another pitcher, but they seem pretty pretty pat on who their starters are. Um, so I, I don't know what they're going to do. I do think they're going to do something else, but um, it'll be interesting to see what they do um, in the, if they sign any other free agent other than Yachty. But um, thanks for the questions, guys. If you guys have any more, again, DM or LockedOnCards at gmail.com. Um, that's going to just about do it for this show. I am Lucas Smith, St. Louis Cardinals mega fan. Thanks for tuning in today and every day, and be sure to tune back in tomorrow with my introductory press conference reaction of the newest St. Louis Cardinal, Nolan Arenado. And just like I left you on Saturday, I'm going to say stay safe, stay well, and have a great day because I always want you guys to stay safe, stay well, and have a great day. But I will leave you with a reminder. Nolan Arenado is a St. Louis Cardinal. Thank <laughs> you.